It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke, your daily Broncos podcast. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back in to a brand new episode of the show. Happy Wednesday. All across Broncos country, from the South Stands to the End Zone, you are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On. NFL Network. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, NFL analyst and Broncos insider for the Lockdown NFL Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter and on social media at Locked On Broncos. Today's episode of the show is brought to you by our good friends over there at Visa. Help support local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, your coffee spots, or your favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and the tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, on today's episode of the show, we got good news. We've got game previews. we got a whole variety of different things to talk about because the Broncos, they are back on the practice field. They returned to practice yesterday at the UCL Training Center in Eaglewood, Colorado to prepare for the New England Patriots this upcoming Sunday. A lot of questions loom about that matchup. Obviously, we'll get some clarification this week from the New England Patriots side of things when we talk with Mike DeBate of Locked On Patriots on tomorrow's episode of the show, so a little bit of a look ahead. But the Broncos, they extended a key defensive player through the 2023 NFL season. We talk about his impact for the Broncos defensively, which other players could be extended by the Broncos this season. And also, we take a look at the practice report, who practiced, who was limited, who were full participants. Plus, we take a look at how Philip Lindsay's return to the lineup will help boost the Broncos offensively against the New England Patriots. Plus, we hear from a couple of Broncos players from Tuesday's media session, Josie Jewell, Melvin Gordon, and Mike Purcell. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's kick things off here on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. Good news for the Broncos on the defensive front of things. The Broncos have extended defensive tackle Mike Purcell. They extended his contract three years to the 2023 NFL season. This is a good move for the Broncos because Purcell has been a difference maker ever since he's been inserting into the starting lineup. That goes all the way back to last season. Now he played in week one of 2019 early on as a nose tackle, but primarily his impact became bigger for Vic Fangio 
and the Broncos defense when they started playing him more on a one technique and a zero technique, more so on the defensive interior, to be able to clog the interior A gap or to free things up by commanding a double team from the center and the guard, whether it be the left guard center, center, or the right guard. Purcell has been one of those guys that holds his own inside the anchor at six foot three, three hundred and twenty-eight pounds. So Purcell is going to be back with the Broncos for the next three seasons on the interior. He figures to be their key anchor, and it really begs the question as to what the Broncos envision for the defense in the next three seasons as well. So obviously they've seen enough out of him on film. They've seen enough from him this season. He has opened up opportunities for other players on this Broncos defense, and it's something that I think goes widely unnoticed because most people pay attention to the secondary. Most people pay attention to the outside linebackers, the pass rushers, but Purcell creates a lot of opportunities for sacks for the pass rushers and also for the inside linebackers, and he did a phenomenal job against the New York Jets on Thursday night football so that's the thing you got to take a look at there when you go back and watch the film his impact doesn't always show up in the stat sheet but it does for other players and I think that's something that the Broncos have so his impact has been huge for the Broncos and it's going to be huge this upcoming Sunday against the New England Patriots because the Patriots love to run the football with three different tailbacks who all have very unique styles. You have Damian Harris, who's a big, physical, burstful runner. Sony Michelle is out of Sunday's matchup against the Broncos. Then you have James White, who's that dynamic guy that will cut in between the A, B gap, get to the outside and spring, and also receiving back. And then you have Rex Burkhead as well, who is very, very underrated as a running back. And they go with a committee approach down there in Foxborough. So uh, Purcell's going to have a big job this upcoming Sunday against them. But it also begs the question, which other players could the Denver Broncos extend this season for years to come? And I think really when you take a look at it, I look at the offseason moves that Denver has made. They, Mike Purcell, they tendered him. Who was another player that they tendered? Well, that's Tim Patrick. In my opinion, I think Tim Patrick could be the next Broncos player extended in season here in 2020 because of his ability to contribute, and he's proved it so far, he's been the unsung hero for the Broncos on the offensive side of the ball from a skill player position in the first four weeks of the season when targeted. He is efficient. He can make some of these amazing grabs, and he was very clutch for the Broncos against the Jets on Thursday night football. You can make the argument without Tim Patrick's big-time catch on third down against the Jets, the Broncos may not win that game last week. So, Tim Patrick, a guy to keep an eye on, coming off of a six-catch, 113-yard, one-touchdown performance on seven targets uh, in the Broncos' win. Going to be interesting to see how New England decides to cover. I wonder if they're going to put a little bit of Devin McCourty on him as well. More than likely, it's going to be something you see because I imagine that Stephon Gilmore is going to be on Jerry Judy. But the Patriots are so complex because they play a variety of man coverage. They play a variety of zones. Sometimes they'll have eight coverage guys, as we saw against the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Night Football. They dropped back eight guys into coverage at one point and only had a three-man rush. That, to me, I think, you know, just goes to show Bill Belichick is a very, very smart defensive mind. And for the Broncos, we're going to get into that a little bit later here in the show, what I think that the Patriots are going to try to do to game plan against Denver. That's going to be my focal point here as we talk a little bit later on here in the show. But obviously getting to the practice report here for the Denver Broncos. They returned to the field yesterday. Drew Locke did not participate in practice here for Denver. And one of the things that factored into that is he hasn't really thrown yet. There were some rumors 
posted out on social media that Locke had resumed throwing a little bit. This has not yet been confirmed. It's all speculation. And the fact that he sat out of Tuesday's practice and he observed, I think, is a telling sign as to maybe where he is at. And keep in mind, too, Broncos head coach Vic Fangio had mentioned he is not going to play Drew Locke if Drew Locke is not 100%. The Broncos at that point will roll with Brett Rippon if that is the case. And so far, that appears to be the case for this Broncos football team, at least after Tuesday's practice. There is a chance maybe Drew Locke could return today, maybe on a limited basis. Uh, But the fact that it is already Wednesday and there has been no real report of him resuming throwing, I highly doubt that he will play in Sunday's action against the New England Patriots. I think it would be negligent on the part of that. But in terms of some practice observations uh, for the Broncos, obviously Philip Lindsay back in the saddle again. And then you take a look at K.J. Hamler. Those guys, Austin Calitro, Mike Purcell, various other players, Draymond Jones, they all worked off to the side as the Broncos did their practice. So that's good that they're getting some work in. And it may indicate that some of those guys are closer to returning than others. I think, you know, for the Broncos defensively, having a guy like Draymond Jones return, I think will be a big boost for them. Considering their success and considering maybe how aggressive they will be going forward, that is something that I have my eyes on for the Denver Broncos. But we're also going to hear from Broncos head coach Vic Fangio today. We'll play a little bit of that in tomorrow's episode, Locked On Broncos. Uh, and he's going to give a lot of insight as to the game plan, you know, what he's looking at this week, especially against New England and the way that they, you know, prepare defensively for your offense and, and how you can attack their offense from your defensive perspective. We're going to hear from Vic Fangio tomorrow's episode, Locked On Broncos. But obviously, something to keep an eye on there if you are a Broncos fan. But Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to talk about the impact that Philip Lindsay will have on the Broncos when he returns to the lineup against the Patriots on Sunday. We take a look at several angles as to how the Broncos can take pressure off the quarterback by Lindsay's return. Plus, we talk about whether or not Pat Shermer can open things up coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you guys about the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. That's our good friends over there at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Now, for me, I wake up every morning. I'm always on the go, and sometimes I don't have a chance to make myself breakfast, so I'll grab a Built Bar out of my fridge or out of my freezer just based on the preference. I like to go with the peanut butter brownie and even some of the new flavors, too, that they've added. They've added six new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and even apple almond crisp. The apple almond crisp has been one of my favorites as of late that I grab first off the top shelf of my freezer, and then I have a couple of peanut butter brownies stored away inside my fridge there. But they're the best tasting protein bar that's out there on the market. They're back. They're better than ever. They're more delicious than ever before if you've ever had Built Bar. And if you haven't, I'm encouraging you to get on the Built Bar train right now because the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Plus, the Built Bars are healthy for you. They're great for those who are health conscious like myself. It helps me lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat because the bars, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. That's why I rock with Built Bar. And you can get a free cooler to go alongside your Built Bar with purchase while supplies last. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Broncos running back Philip Lindsay is expected to make his return to the lineup this Sunday against the New England Patriots. And we're going to take a look at a couple of angles here with Philip Lindsay's return. I think for the Broncos, he gives him more options offensively, something to take a look at. But also in the same exact breath, you have to take a look at how will the layoff of Lindsay not playing since week one, how will that impact him? Because turf toe. Turf toe is a tricky thing to have to deal with. And any kind of plant, where you go to plant your foot in the ground, we know Philip Lindsay is one of the fastest guys in the National Football League. But anytime you go to plant your foot in the ground and your cleat kind of sticks and you twist, right, that right there can, can create that. I almost like to look at turf toe as like a buildup of calcium on your bone, on your joints. Uh, but outside of that, you know, Lindsay is expected to make his return this Sunday. How will his return help take pressure off of Brett Rippon at quarterback? Because more than likely, look, Drew Locke didn't practice yesterday. Uh, it's unknown whether or not he'll practice or even resume throwing today. I think it is highly unlikely Locke plays this Sunday, which means that Brett Rippon should be the guy for the Broncos. And if that's the case against a Bill Belichick-type defense, how will his return help take that pressure off of Rippon? Well, I think for the Broncos, it gives them a different option because, look, Melvin Gordon is kind of that hybrid. He's got speed. He's hard to bring down. He's a sizable guy. He's good at reading in between the tackles. And more likely, you can also utilize him consistently as a receiver out of the backfield, which so far since Lindsey's been gone... We have seen the Broncos do just that. He's also a more bulkier guy that steps up into pass protection. Uh, That's one thing we've seen from Melvin Gordon. So for Philip Lindsay, it's going to be figuring out what is the best role for him. Is he going to be on a pitch count? Uh, There's a chance that he could be, but the fact that if he was going to play last Thursday against the Jets and they were going to put him on a pitch count then, I don't know how much of a pitch count he'll be on against the Patriots this upcoming Sunday. So I think that really just trying to figure out how can you utilize him because there's some times where you can get a guy open in space. You know, one thing I saw Kansas City do with their running backs with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was the fact that they utilized him as a receiver and they had success doing it. They also had speed, especially on outside zone plays, also on inside zone plays, toss plays, counter that's where you really got to utilize a guy like Philip Lindsay. And and the same thing in combination, too, with Melvin Gordon. The Broncos haven't really received too much of a big boost in their running game with Royce Freeman behind Melvin Gordon because teams are really trying to make the Broncos one-dimensional. Now, when I look at this matchup, and we're going to talk about it with Mike DeBate on tomorrow's episode Lockdown Broncos crossover Thursday, really take a look at how the, the Patriots are going to scheme for Denver offensively. I, I think one of the things that the Patriots are going to do they're going to try to force Brett Rippon. They're going to try to throw, force the Broncos to throw the football. They're, that means they're going to stuff the outside. They're going to compress the edges of the line of scrimmage. They're going to blitz on the interior A-gap, and then they're going to slant their defensive lineman into the B-gap to the Broncos' strength side. They feel like they have the, the right amount of guys to be able to stop the Broncos offensively to force them into the hands of the coverage of the New England Patriots secondary. That's going to be something there. So if the Broncos can't get the run game going, their chances of winning this game, in my opinion, become diminished. If Philip Lindsay or Melvin Gordon can't get anything going, the Broncos are going to be in some trouble because they're going to play right into the hand of Bill Belichick. Disguise coverage, send pressure, force throws into tight contested windows. We saw exactly how that played out for them uh, against Kansas City. And, and look, I thought they did a really good job, all things considered. They were in that game against Kansas City defensively. They had gotten stops. They had gotten pressure. There was a really terrible call on Monday Night Football where The Patriots, they forced a turnover. It would have been an interception, but the officials blew the play dead. They have the pass rush ability, especially with Chase Winovich. And you think about also the defensive tackles, the linebackers, the secondary. They have guys at every position. Now, they're missing some of the key guys like Patrick Chung, obviously, who opted out. Those guys would play a big role, but I expect to see Bill Belichick blitz a lot of his safeties 
at the quarterback, at Brett Rippon, and also you're going to see them really playing as an extra guy against the run because the Broncos do like to get plays to the outside. So they're going to play in their nickel. They're going to play in their dime. They're going to send that box safety up to be an edge player against the run as well primarily, and they're confident in the guys on the back end to be able to cover. That's going to be a big question. Now, the other thing I want to pose here is will the return of Phillip Lindsay, will it help open up the playbook a little bit for Pat Shermer, or will it be factored in really in if Drew Locke plays? I, I don't know how much you can open up your playbook with Brett Rippon. I mean, I think that, granted, you got a little bit more familiarity with him there than you have guys with Jeff Driscoll or even Blake Bortles. I don't think we're going to see any of those guys, and that's the hope. You know, I think Brett Rippon gives the Broncos the best opportunity at that position this week against New England. It's still going to be a tough matchup. So what we saw with Pat Shermer, what he's able to do with a guy like Lindsey and Gordon we saw it on the first play Monday Night Football week one against the Tennessee Titans the Broncos came out in this offset eye formation Philip Lindsey lined up as a fullback Melvin Gordon in the backfield they ran Philip Lindsey to the flat on a route Melvin Gordon also to the other side on a swing pattern you could do a lot of things there but how is it going to make the defense adjust to me I'm eager to see because we only got to see a half of it we got to see the first quarter the second quarter and even partway through that second quarter midway through that's when Philip Lindsey left we did not have a chance to see what these two can do on the field together so I don't think the Patriots have that really game plan. I don't think they have a preparation for that. I don't think anybody in the NFL has a preparation for what do you do when both Lindsey and Gordon are in the backfield at the same exact time or one of them split off as a receiver. How do you play that? So I think that plays a little bit of a favor into the Broncos and their offensive game plan, specifically against the New England Patriots. I think the Broncos, how they can attack the Patriots' defense. Look, you got to have success in the throwing game. you got to have success early on establishing the run. Chunk plays, three to four yards, short yardage situations when you're have to pass it because look you can't make mistakes you can't make mental mistakes against a team like the Patriots they capitalize off that I don't think the Broncos are in a position necessarily to be able to make mistakes against New England even if they don't have Cam Newton on Sunday so the Broncos offense has to take care of the football look you cannot throw you can't throw three interceptions this game I don't even think you can throw two interceptions in this game or get away with it I'd even make the argument that even throwing one interception away I think it'd be detrimental to the entire outcome of the football game because of the fact that it is New England. And look, you could tell, you could see, especially on that Monday night game against the Chiefs, New England is one of the most disciplined football teams in the NFL. Their first offensive penalty all year came against the Chiefs. That right there speaks volumes to how they coach them up, the expectations that they have, and the fact that they've been able to plug and play guys in various positions on defense without guys like Patrick Chung. I think that makes a a big difference as to the type of culture that New England has. The Broncos are trying to build to get to that point, but they're still a little bit of a ways away. Being a young football team and one of the league's youngest offenses, they are going to have their work cut out for them on Sunday. So hopefully Phillip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, the one-two punch at running back, if they can get things going, I think the Broncos have a good chance on Sunday to maybe sneak one out against the New England Patriots. But Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to hear from Broncos players from Tuesday's media session. We're going to hear from Josie Jewell. We're going to hear from Mike Purcell, the new contract man. He's very excited about it, obviously, talking about what he's been able to do. We're going to hear from Josie Jewell. He gives his thoughts on Mike Purcell as well. We're going to get that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, i got to tell you guys about sportsbetting.com because they are now live and they are taking action in the sport of Colorado. And sportsbetting.com is passionate about sports. And they are the authority 
on sports betting. With their own in-house bookmaker, sportsbetting.com is known for their sharp odds and their low juice. That means the best prices for you. New players to sportsbetting.com, they get a welcome bonus, a 100% risk-free week of sports betting up to $500. Sportsbetting.com offers no hassle bonuses with just a one-time playthrough. So take advantage of their NFL touchdown, their NBA playoff MVP promotions with can't-lose offers on first touchdown and triple-double scores, especially in the NBA Finals. So get your action on at the home of sports betting at sportsbetting.com slash Broncos. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Josie Jewell has been a surprise player for the Broncos here in 2020. The Broncos really felt confident with his ability to step into Vic Fangio's defense here in year three of his career. That's why the Broncos gambled and they released Todd Davis. Nobody expected Todd Davis to be released, and everyone was questioning, even myself included. I was guilty this offseason of saying, I have no idea what Josie Jewell's fit will be for the Broncos in 2020, considering his first season, he, he got put into the mix a little bit. He had some struggles. He got injured. And then also last season, he started out, really struggled to grasp the defense at first, and then he got injured. So he was more of that special teams rotational guy that we saw for the Broncos in 2019. Well, now we've seen a completely different role for Jewel. He's played with a high motor. He's played very disciplined football. He's actually been pretty good in the coverage realm, even though that O.J. Howard had that really crazy catch on a wheel route. Josie Jewel has proved to be a coverage guy for the Broncos so far this year. And if he can continue to stay healthy, I think good things are going to happen. But we heard from Josie Jewel in yesterday's media session. After practice, he had a chance to talk with the media and to discuss, obviously, the new contract man, Mike Purcell, really the contract extension there. But he was asked the question as to how does Mike Purcell make Josie Jewel's job a lot easier on the defensive side of the ball for Vic Fangio's defense? Well, here's Josie Jewel, the outlaw, with his thoughts on that. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, when people are preparing for us, they see him and they're like, they're going to have to stay on the double longer on him. And then when they have to stay on the double longer on him, uh, it means a late release on us. And it means they're not going to get up to the second level as quick. So when you have guys like him and Shelby um, and guys we've had in the past here, you know, it's amazing because, you know, they take those two blockers up and then you, you're usually free or you get a late blocker that's off balance um, and stuff like that. So, you know, we, we love big guys up like uh, big guys up front like that um, that can manhandle some people and really uh, keep the blockers off the second level. Mike Purcell does just that. So does Shelby Harris. It really makes guys like Alexander Johnson, Josie Jewell thrive even more. And I think with what they've learned about themselves in Thursday night's win against the New York Jets, they're going to have more ideas how they can game plan, how they can attack opposing offenses a lot more effectively with pressure, something that Vic Fangio will now like to do considering the personnel he has on the back end of that secondary. Obviously something to watch for Jewel, but also even going off of his performance, how does Josie Jewel build off of Thursday's performance? He had a phenomenal game, two sacks, 10 tackles. He was all over the field. Here's what Jewel had to say about that. Yeah, I think it gives us a little booster, um, a little booster that we know we can do. Some of the things we showed out on uh, the last game there versus the Jets, um, we just have to keep on striving here for the next uh, you know, couple of weeks, but really day by day, and really keep on that momentum that we had um, 
on those big plays that we had uh, on the defense. And we just need to start thinking about some turnovers. I mean, that's the one thing we haven't gotten a lot of yet. Um, and that's the thing we're working on here day by day. And hopefully that gets better. That's just one big thing that we want to accomplish here in the next couple of games. And for the Broncos to have any type of success, in my opinion, against the New England Patriots or any team for that matter, down the stretch in a very tough schedule because you got New England, you got Miami, then you got Kansas City, bye week, Atlanta, Las Vegas, so on and so forth. The schedule gets even tougher for Denver. They hope to have some guys return to the mix. But in order for that to be there, the Broncos have to find a way to generate takeaways. They have to get interceptions. You can't have passes go through your hands the Broncos you know pass deflections are nice but interceptions are even better they're gonna have to find a way to take the football away force fumbles interceptions that's gonna be a true measure as to what this Broncos team can be overall down the stretch as they look to grow early on here in the 2020 NFL season off to a one and three start a better start than they were last season can the Broncos build on that going forward but now we're going to hear from the, the contract man himself. We're going to hear from Mike Purcell. Big payday for him. Obviously a three-year contract extension for the Broncos organization. And now he has a chance to have, you know make a mark on his career because he's been cut multiple times by various NFL teams. Now he has finally found his home in Colorado. Obviously he's a homegrown Colorado kid as is, but he has a chance to play at the NFL level for the next three seasons, at least for Vic Fangio and his Broncos defense. Here's Mike Purcell. It's it's amazing. It's a complete blessing, that's for sure. You know, the journey has been up and down, and you know, there's there's been multiple times where you know, like you said, you know, kind of been thinking about up, or you know, maybe it's time to move on and start a real career. You know, working, whatever it may be. Um, but to be home, you know, home here with the Denver Broncos and everything like that my family and I are just we're super excited now Purcell shifts his sights to focusing on the New England Patriots and there is a lot of ambiguity as of today as to whether or not it's going to be a quarterback like Brian Hoyer whether it's going to be a guy like Jared Stidham or if Cam Newton is going to be able to play how is Mike Purcell factoring all these different quarterbacks the different styles what they've seen on tape how is he factoring that into his preparation how the Broncos defense going to be ready for it you know with this week you know it's kind of two different complete quarterback styles you look at the first few games compared to their game that they played last night, you know, changes up. So it's kind of hard, but, uh, you know, you just got to be a professional in this league. You got to be able to prepare for, you know, whatever situations may come, um, you know, so we're going to prepare like we can face any three, any one of the three quarterbacks, no matter who it may be. And uh, we just got to go out there and, we're going to be the best defense that we can be. For Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos, their preparation doesn't change. they got to prepare for New England. they got to prepare for their defense. they got to prepare for their offense, regardless of who's at quarterback. The Broncos' defense has to come away with takeaways. They have to find a way to, to warrant pressure. More importantly, they got to find a way to stop the three-headed rushing attack of James White, Damian Harris now with Sony Michelle out, and Rex Burkhead. That's going to be a big focal point if, in fact, Cam Newton doesn't play. And if Cam Newton plays... Well, then you got a century game plan for four running backs and a quarterback at the same exact point. So that's going to be something we're going to dive into on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Broncos. Ladies and gentlemen, crossover Thursday, I'm going to be talking with Mike DeBate, host of Locked On Patriots, as we break down the matchup. We talk about some of the biggest storylines for the New England Patriots against this Denver Broncos football team, both teams at different points of their season a quarter of the way through. We're going to analyze every angle on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Broncos. With that said, that'll do it for today's episode of the show. Broncos country, just a reminder, you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Lockdown Broncos is there for you. And I just got to remind you guys, if you listen on Monday or Tuesday, you got to listen on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as well because Lockdown Broncos is daily. It is your local experts with the biggest stories covering their teams respectively. And you get that here. Lockdown Broncos, your daily Lockdown Broncos podcast, your team 
every single day. I'm Cody Rourke, your host as always. We'll be back tomorrow for a brand new episode of the show, Crossover Thursday with Mike DeBate. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.